Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. I'm excited. Why's that? We have an apparel sponsor, Parry Athletic. Such good gear. It's incredible. I've been enjoying it. Bro, George came through, messaged us on the Instagram, said he's been following our program for ages. He's getting stronger and more mobile. And he's got this cool gear company called Parry, and he wants to send us some stuff. And he told me that his mission was to create the best pair of training shorts ever. Yeah, he wanted something that he could lift and roll in that could accommodate thick, muscular thighs and hips. And that suits us. Speaks to us. Also, what I like is I love the colorful design. It actually looks really cool. I am the most colorful dude on the mats these days, hands down. Yeah, you get that kind of expression feel. A lot of other jiu-jitsu gear is kind of a bit boring. Yeah, it's all like grays and blacks and shit. This stuff is the color and the vibrancy. It makes you stand out. The thing that I've loved about it is just it feels good. It feels good. It looks good. And you, ladies and gentlemen, can get a discount if you go to parryathletics.com. When you go to check out, put in the code BULLETPROOF20 and you get 20% off. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. Have you ever trained with a sandbag to get stronger for BJJ? Because I have, and it totally changed my mind about training. Why? Because I got stronger every freaking week, and I wasn't doing anything complicated, and it, it blew my mind. And Joey, you, you've done a little bit of with the sandbag. Let me just say that this episode's been a long time coming, guys. Oh this my is god, like we've unleashed something here. In it, came, it came up in the group. I was like, my god. Can I tell the backstory, please? So the backstory is JT is a fucking mad professor when it comes to building new things. And one of the things we build that we're very good at building is is training programs, right? For for y'all. Now here's the thing: is that we've built more, way more programs than exist on our app. Yes, and. It's just because we're like, oh, what about this? What about this? This would be sick. But we realized, actually, this is confusing a lot of people. So we decided, let's just keep it at this for now and, you know, refine and, and, it's, and add things strategically over time. Anyway, JT's like, bro, I built a sandbag program. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you know, great, amazing, one day. But right now, not a lot of people have access to sandbags. I don't see it being a hyper, you know, and he agreed. Like, yeah, okay. But, he's- but actually, I put it on the group. So we have our community, shout out to our, our Facebook community. And I put a poll and like, I was What do like, you guys want to what, see? What, what program would you like to see? <laughs> I put like uh, grip strength, neck strength, uh, I think gas tank. And I put sandbag in there and I'm like, everybody's going to say sandbag. <laughs> it was the lowest no ranking. No <laughs> <laughs> like Two people were like, sure. No Everyone one's like, yeah, our grip's sick. You know, like, <laughs> no one said sandbag in. Joe's like- they don't want it. And I, I don't think I said anything. But you then, know he but did. But then surely a couple of months later, JT's like, and I just want to get this sandbag program. I'm like, bro, you saw the <laughs> fucking poll. People don't give a shit. He's like, God damn it. It's Anyways, so good. It's so good. Some fucking lucky humans, probably JT's like other Facebook <laughs> account, pipes up on the group the other day and says, hey, Joey, JT, what do you guys think about sandbag training for BJJ? <laughs> I was like, damn, here we go. The floodgates are open now. And he said, oh, have you guys done an episode on that? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> well, if I got a story to tell, I'm like that, that meme of the dude in the background behind the tree, just me like, <laughs> just scoping. So 
Yeah, look, I'm a big fan. We've, you know, yeah, you, you introduced me to them. That was, yeah, I fucked with them first with, uh, in, through a CrossFit thing. And you said that was super tough, doing carries. Oh, bro, we did the most brutal workout with them. But I fucking loved it. And, I, and, I, and just working with it as an implement, I'm like, man, this is so different to pretty much any other, like, it's different to kettlebells, like all the barbells, all that shit. It was yeah. like a very unique, it felt very ergonomic. And I feel it's the closest to grappling. Because you, yeah. the grips you make, you're making yeah. like a gable grip, S grip, or like a palm grip, like a squeeze, which yeah. maybe is an underhook, you know. And, and sometimes, like this morning, I'm doing some good mornings. It was like slipping out of my grip, and you just. But I'm like, no, I got to get a couple reps. But it's like that. The nature of it, of me trying to execute a movement while it's kind of falling, moving on you, is like. I mean, that's very grappling centric, isn't it? The, the chaotic nature of it. I mean, if I go back to the origin of this for me. Uh, living in Melbourne uh, around lockdown and I used to love – I was like, I want to get into strongman because when I'd done strongman training, it was the best for me whether it was doing conditioning or strength work. I'm like, right, i got to do this shit. But I lived in a pretty conservative, rich kind of area with um, in an apartment complex. And I'm like, there's no way I can have stones. I wanted stones. I wanted logs. I was just working out in my fucking – parking space in my building that was a dingy looking car park it, it, uh, yeah we we're on the bottom level but anyway it's really funny because we had um these really rich conservative people walking their dogs around the, the basement car park because <laughs> we weren't allowed to like go outside after certain hours it was like bloody curfew and what's so funny there was a very effeminate uh guy called jose who was the security he was the night security and he would always come down and i'd be down there just going Aah! just screaming to like Justin Bieber in the background or something, something ridiculous. Are you playing Biebsy? Sometimes. Okay. I get down to that. Maybe a little bit of Tay-Tay, just shake it off, shake it off. And um, this guy would like swan down and he'd pretend he wasn't checking on me, but always our conservative neighbours would like see me and report me. I'm like, what, a dude broke in and started doing sandbag workouts? There's a Yeti down there doing (laughs) exercising. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> I've never seen the likes of it before. Anyway, um, he would come down and he would always pretend he wasn't coming to check on me. And he would kind of look like he was checking out cars or whatever. And he'd be like, hi, how are you? I'm like, good. <sighs> and he's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just sandbags, man. He's like, what, what is in the bags? <laughs> I said, what do you mean what's in the bag? It's their sand bags. They're full of sand. And he was like, you don't storage things in them? I said, <laughs> no, <laughs> because I would keep the sandbags in my parking spot, right? And he's like, oh. And he walked up to one of the bags and kicked it. He said, oh, it is sand. I said, yeah. Oh, I thought you had items in there. And I said, no, dude. Why the fuck would I pick my items up and throw them on the fucking floor? Broken, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what am I? Anyway, in that time, what I discovered was because I couldn't have stones, I only had two bags. I had like a 40 kilo and a, um, an 80 kilo because they're out of 60s, but I only filled it up to about 60 kilos of weight. 40 was doable, 60 was impossible. Within two weeks of just doing- You couldn't lift the 60? Well, no, I, could, I couldn't rep the 60 right. at this time. It was so awkward and sloppy because the bag wasn't full. Oh, uh, yeah. If it's not full, they're a fucking nightmare, aren't they? Yeah. And anyway, what happened was... sausage. Ugh, floppy. Um, what was interesting... I love that you dropped flaccid in there. Ten-point word score, Joe. It immediately hits deep. Oh, any man that. feels oh. that. So, oh, no one wants that. Okay. Um, but then... You know a funny story on that? Adam, Adam Childs told me that 
in Brazil there's a word for when you lose an erection. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. But oh, they, but they, did you let me down? It's like, what, what is this word? I'm going to f*** this up, but it could be frosho. Oh, okay. Something S- like that. Similar. But it's basically like you're a lost erection. <laughs> like it, it's so, it cuts so deep to a guy. Because it's one, like erection, one thing. Not erection, another thing. Like, but to lose it. it. Oh. Yeah, you're like, oh. Failure. <laughs> Failure as a man. I apologise to the Brazilian listeners if and I just got that word wrong. Also apologise to our, our growing female listener base from 10 people to sorry 18 people. Yeah. Sorry. That's how it goes. Anyway, I got stronger really fucking fast. Like within each workout, I was doing slightly more reps, slightly more weight. And I'm like, shit, I need another bag. So then. I can call the boys, let's get some bags. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's is talking about cheeky little dog, little nose fears <laughs> down in the basement. Yeah. Hey, Craig um, Jones, <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Um, I got strong fast, and I only had a couple of kettlebells and sandbags. Right. And I, I was surprised because I was always under the impression, like for me, if you'd picked one tool for getting strong for BJJ, I would have said kettlebells because that was for me. I was like, if that's the one thing I got, I can get stronger with that because there's so many things you can do. I changed my mind. I changed my mind because I actually think the lifting you do with a sandbag is more akin or more organic to grappling. That's my feel. Now, I know a lot of people out there have wrestling dummies and stuff like that with arms on it. And I don't blah, think blah, blah. a lot of people have those things. No, because of COVID, a lot of people yeah. <laughs> invested in them and now they just sit in the corner yeah. with their massage the guns. Garage, yeah. yeah. What surprised me, and particularly the, the my number one squat now, my favorite squat variation, is the bear hug squat. Yeah. That's where you get it real tight. I mean, if you can get a gable grip, that's awesome. It's like a body lock. It's like a body lock. You've got to squeeze it in, and you've got to squat. You just fucking squat. Now, what's awesome about this is it enables you to get a very deep squat, but not only are your hips and lower back loaded up, all the front is loaded up. Yeah, bracing is not – you don't even have to think about bracing yeah. because it's automatic. You can't not. Yeah. And then what's crazy is the compression on – it's really hard to breathe. You're like, <laughs> I don't want to breathe into – I can't breathe in too far. I also can't breathe out too far. I've got to maintain my brace. It hits you on a cardio level as well yeah. because of the restricted breathing. And so – Yeah, and like that bracing I think is huge. Like for folks who maybe don't catch that, when you're squatting say with a barbell – Less so with less so with kettlebells because you're usually in some kind of front rack, aren't you? Yes. So there's there's loading at the front. But say you're doing a barbell back squat, you can put a, a heavy bar on your back, but still not be very well braced or organized through like the front of your trunk, like your abs and and obliques and shit. And what that results in is like you 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 bleed power out of this lack of tension, but you can also expose yourself to injury. Yes. Whereas the bag much like a weight belt, mm. right? The, the benefit of weight belts is that they give you a tactile thing to push against. To feel that. And the bag does that. The bag yeah. is you're squeezing the bag into you. Push into so it. You have to push out against it. It's really quite complete. It's very like unique. You, can't, you can give it to a new person and, and they won't fuck it up. No, it's very unique. And also the, the, the loading at the front, as you are kind of talking about with kettlebells, actually enables people to squat lower. Yeah. Because they, they've got a counterbalance. They're not, they don't feel like they're going to fall backwards necessarily. Yeah, yeah the, there's, no, there's much less mobility hand brakes yes. when compared to like a back squat or something, right? Yeah, 100%. And so the other day I was having a chat with someone about Olympic lifting because they're like, how good's Olympic lifting? And I'm like, yes, it's incredible. And the people who are at an elite level who do it are incredible. So talking about like Lu Xiaojun and then some of the newer lifters coming up. Um, he's kind of 
at the end of his career and there's a lot of new Chinese lifters who are killing it. Yeah. Because And it's impressive. I love watching their training clips. Oh, my God. They're such killers. And they're just like some Chinese guy in some weightlifting gym. And they're just doing something astronomical. Ridiculous. Yeah. And they just act like nothing's happened. Yeah. They might smile a bit like, but then it's just like, dude, you just lifted the world. And they're like, eh, two reps. Uh, I could get three. You know, it's incredible. But this is what I wanted to say. And this comes from Joe DeFranco. So for those of you out there who don't know who Joe DeFranco is, just Google him. He changed the NFL combine by making his athletes so good at it, they had to make it harder. So right. if you went through his training program and you were like an elite level uh, American football player, they started doing awesome and just getting in through the combine, killing it. They had to make the combine harder because of how well he trained them. Hmm. He was, Combine's like a testing. Yeah, a testing to testing see if you're vent. physically Sprints, agile, jumps, strong enough, bench, power yeah. clean, all kinds of stuff to see if you're a monster enough to do it. Anyway, he is very much against Olympic lifting because he's like, it's its own sport. Why would I take an athlete who's trying to be good at this sport and try to teach him another sport? I'm actually just trying to make them faster and more powerful, make their jump better. He's like, there's a lot of less skilled ways we can do it. So I'm not teaching the skill. I'm actually just training the specific um, athletic requirement. And I was like, wow, Joe DeFranco, he's good at this. He got some weird views on some other shit, but he knows how to get people strong and, and, and fit and fast. Yeah. And so I took this on board. This is what I love about the sandbag training. And my opinion is, so the person who brought it up in the group, I've forgotten their name. I apologize if you're listening. He was saying, oh, I'm doing it after training. I'm doing, I've done my lifts and I, I do a finisher with sandbags. And he was talking like a lot of stuff. It was like a whole nother workout. Me personally, this is my take on being able to use sandbags. I am literally replicating what I would do with stones. So it's not high volume. It's pretty low volume, major movements. And I do it when I'm fresh because I find as soon as I, you know, top out, I'm done. Like if I can't complete my reps well, then that can get a bit unsafe and I'm not going to continue. Essentially, by doing not very high volume sandbag training once or twice a week, you will get dramatically stronger for BJJ and you don't need to be particularly skillful. Here's where I think why it's underexplored. It's raw strength. It's not – you can find a way to make it happen, you know. It can be a little bit – but if you just think – not even back to our ancestors. If you just think how people moved boxes, packages, sacks of wheat, whatever the fuck, 200 years ago, 150 years ago, you just had to pick it up and put it on your fucking shoulder, right? Yeah. Animals, yeah. bodies. A carcass, yep. you know, whatever it was. And so everybody's biomechanics are, are, are quite different. But if I just said, it doesn't matter who, here's something that's approximately half your body weight, pick it up and put it on your shoulder – you could find a way to do it. And there is obviously more efficient ways to do it, but actually the benefit is in it being inefficient. Lack of technique and your inability to control it is what makes it good for your core, good for your back. It really hits me in the core. <laughs> Joe talking about TRX. Well, I, was, uh, I was doing some um, – this is a classic gym line. <laughs> when, when you go to a Globo gym – so I was doing some backbending the other day. Well, my last set, like, you know, pretty decent. And what, and so I'm, I'm stretching, right? And guy comes up to me and says, oh, you, what are you, you doing this for core? <laughs> like, why the fuck is everything that's not like bench press or dumbbell curls at a Globo Gym core? But Joe. You know what I mean? But Joe, 
is it not core? <laughs> <laughs> Are you not working your core? As much as you're working your shoulders, you're fucking... Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, you know what I mean? Just that core, oh, just doing some core work. But was he wrong, Joe? He was wrong. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay, no. laughs> <laughs> I still believe uh, yeah, bro, back training core. <laughs> <laughs> I did this at Pilates, yeah. Hamstring yeah. stretch, oh, just training core. <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff. But, but yeah, okay. So, so let me, can I push back on, um, so you said that's that's kind of become your favourite. You, you, I believe like, the number one so, tool for grappling is sandbag. Right. This is my current position based off not just my own training, but giving it to clients and seeing them get f***ing strong. Yeah. Kainoa, fucking Marina, like anyone I'm training as a connection through Bulletproof, I'm factoring sandbag, not every workout, but into a portion of their training. Yeah. And I believe it's it's changing their training. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, look, I'm obviously a huge fan as well. Where I would say they fall short of, say, a kettlebell sure. is that, one, kettlebell is more convenient as a tool to have, it, to have right? It is. It takes up less space and... You know, so that's that's the thing. Sandbags are like big and they're full of sand. So you're like, and they've got no handles. Yeah. Like I, I legit f- have finished my workouts in recent weeks. Putting them back. Putting them, I'm like, fuck this fucking sandbag. <laughs> you got to do another rep to get it up and like carry it back, right? But but that's good, right? There's benefit yeah. in that. Um, but the other side of it is something like kettlebell, which has a handle, more variation of exercises available. Of course. But I do, I do agree that like raw strength... I think that there's so much in the sandbag. But I think if you could frame it, I I believe that the kettlebell is best for gi training and the sandbag is best for no gi training. Whoa. Yeah, I copped that world. I said it. Hang on I didn't stutter. Well, think this. You know, we talked about grip before and making like a full closed grip. You don't get that in no gi. You cannot make grips on a sandbag if it's of a good size. If it's got like slack in it and you can pull like that, sure, whatever, good luck to you but you're probably not lifting heavy enough. This is what I wanted to say. Being able to close your grip is very gi-centric. So that's where I feel the kettlebell is really helpful. And, and yeah, the variety of exercises you can do with a kettlebell is revolutionary. So happy days. But I, I believe if you're just trying to get someone stronger, picking up and carrying heavy things is absolutely the way to do that. And... I believe the hand positions that you use when you do sandbag training is very specific to no gi. If you can pick up a sandbag that's your body weight equivalent or heavier and move it for multiple reps across space, then you're going to be in very good condition to manhandle slash woman handle uh, an opponent. That's, yeah. that's yeah, my that's thing. Fair. Yeah, I agree with that. So sandbag training, I actually, what I like about it is the simplicity and even though people might be like, oh, you know, there's a wrong way and a right way. Look, you're going to put your spine in crazy weird positions when you're grappling and you won't question it then. You're not looking at someone going, oh, he's suplexing him without a a neutral spine. Like, fuck off, round back lifting is part of jujitsu, but you've got to condition it over time. What I like in a sandbag is that you could get a 60 kilo sandbag and only fill it up to 30 kilos. Yeah. Work with that, then... Chuck in another 10 kilos of sand, build it up, and then, you know, like you... That's you, true. You yeah, don't yeah. need to have heaps of them. My problem with kettlebells, and this is my one problem, but I don't have a problem because I just buy more kettlebells. That's the solution. People are like, yo, do I have to buy two more kettlebells? Yes, of course you fucking do. How come you don't have 16 kettlebells at your house? What's wrong with you? Because you're a normal human. 
I understand. But for me, I'm not. Sell them. 16 sandbags now. <laughs> yes. Get rid of them all. No. Keep them and also have the sandbags and build an extra gym on the side of your house. What I like about the sandbag is you can have one sandbag and just gradually build it up. You don't have to have multiple, multiple sandbags. Yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, you can get by with, with one single bag. I think the – you know, and this is kind of thinking more about beginners. Sure. Um, beginners in the strength realm. The – there's a right, there's a privilege that's earned when you're a strong human and you've done a lot of strength training whereby you can, you can now go and fucking do some crazy shit in the gym. Yes. Right? You can hoist fucking heavy ass sandbags. You can, you know, try some unconventional lifts. You can load up your end range, you know. When you're a bit newer to it, and I'm just thinking of someone who's got horrendous squat mechanics, let's say. Yep. And, and poor body awareness. Yeah. That person, in my view... Even though the beauty of the sandbag is, hey, you organize yourself how you need to, pick that thing up. Yeah. There's, and there's a beauty in that. I think that for new – and I'm sure you would agree, for newer folks, it's like that's not you yet. Like I want that person to be quite formalized in and consistent in how they're setting up, how they're lifting it, yep. right? Building that strength, making sure their mechanics are like formalized and efficient. Kelly Starrett put it a really good way is like, Oh, he said the gym is like um, ballet. Sure. It's like strict and formalized. Yeah. And then the um, your sport is like the dance battle, freestyle dance battle. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So it's like jiu-jitsu is your dance battle in the gym, you know. So, I, yeah, just a point there. Sure. Because if and your fucking knees are caving and you're like, oh, I got it up, don't send me that video. <laughs> I want to <laughs> see that shit. Yeah, no, I, I guess I would, I would frame it this way. I don't get anyone to start lifting sandbags until I know they can deadlift their body weight. Right. That's that's usually where I start. Like if you haven't if you haven't got the base level strength to to pick up something which is rigid and well organized, you're gonna fucking struggle. But people still do, right? People yeah, still yeah. pick up of course a bag of feed for their chickens yeah. or they pick up their toddler that's lying on the ground. Or fighting them or you know, yeah. and, and you're going to bloody jujitsu and you're trying to bloody yeah, pick people. your necktie, some motherfucker. Yeah, right. You're trying to do all kinds of stuff. So yeah, there, there's obviously a case for like anyone can do it. Anyone can do it, and I I think this is where this is just something that I wouldn't normally say. I think there is a huge value in it being less technical, and you can find a way to do it and still benefit. I I think very few uh, things in the gym are like that. You know, a lot of people are like, yo, I can do a handstand, and you see me like, oh, you're all over the place. Your wrists aren't good, right? You, there's there's a very strategic way and proper way for you to form a really good handstand. Yeah. In the same way, there's a very particular way for you to uh, form a really good deadlift or a power clean or whatever it might be. A sandbag, it's like just pick that fucker up and carry it. Yeah. And I think the simplicity and the, the simplicity of what it is is powerful. And then also you are going to feel fucking strong. Talk about farm corn-fed, <laughs> farm boy strength, that's what it is. Is just go pick up that bale of wheat. Go wrestle that fucking cow. Do whatever the fuck you got to do. There's no right way to do it. You just got to get it done. And I, I think there's something to that, which is actually, even though it's a counterpoint to how we usually train in the gym, I think it can be very valuable. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think they're an amazing tool. I'm enjoying them. I don't have any at home. I've been thinking about, well, would I get some? What we got at the farm is a f- shitload of rocks, Ooh. like really nice to granite, Natural mostly stone. like granite. Yes, and they're and they're odd shape. And so I'm like, once we get organized and we got the shed, 
I want to I want to go and I want to weigh choose the right stone so I can have like 10 kilo increments and start doing some natural stone yeah, lifting yeah, like and all different shapes and shit awesome but um yeah I'm I'm fucking enjoying the sandbag work here for sure that's cool I was just going to say quick sh- shout out to Cerberus so if you want to find the best sandbags and not being paid for this in any way it's just the stuff I use and I love it you can find a lot of different brands but the particular make of the Cerberus sandbags is they have like two layers they have a they're nice and thick real thick they don't break you're not getting sand everywhere but they have like a zip an internal zip and then you roll that and then they've got another like zip and velcro thick ass velcro on top so once you put sand in them you set them up they're 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 good yeah, they don't right need on. any maintenance. Yeah, I gotta say we got the we got some um some bags in here at the surf, gym. Yeah. Which are Aussie made and they're fine. Yeah. But I the Cerberus ones that you had here before, I'm like, ooh, they have a nicer quality to them. Yeah. Thicker and kind of more rigid somehow. But those Verve ones are modeled. They, they are almost the same kind of, yeah. It's but, exact it's, same but it doesn't seem to have that dark. Like they got the double zip closure thing, mm-hmm. but the actual when you pick up the bag itself, there's like a eh, it's just a bit of a thinness. Yes. To it that I feel like they probably won't last as long. Maybe, maybe. And and the cool thing is if you drop them on your foot, even if it's 100 kilos, it doesn't hurt your foot. So it is something you could do in your house or in your apartment on tiles on a, on a, you know, on a balcony. You don't need to have a basement uh, That's a good anything. point. Yeah, you're not going to fucking crack tiles and shit. Whereas with kettlebells, it's sometimes there's a risk you might drop it. Or <laughs> Would you have sandbags on jiu-jitsu mats? Probably not. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's not going to damage jiu-jitsu mats. No? No. It's more just like if one were to break, then maybe you got a little bit of mess. But no, it's super safe for for that. So that's a handy one because kettlebells are kind of shit on jujitsu mats. Yeah, they can f- come up pretty badly if you drop them or you're not careful. But uh, guys, sandbags for BJJ program coming soon. Yeah, if if fifty of you email in and say <laughs> I would buy that program, then I'll give JT permission to create it. Otherwise. <laughs> Yes! Do it, my friends. It's going to be epic. Thanks, fam. Catch you next time.